1: Welcome back to the program. I'm Lee Lonsberry. This is Live Mike. I am uh, honored to be joined by a candidate for president. Tulsi Gabbard joins us on the line now. Representative, how are you?
0: Aloha, Lee. I'm doing good. How are you?
1: I'm well. Uh, welcome to Utah, first and foremost. I understand you just spent the morning at Utah Valley University where you answered questions for a while.
0: We did. We had a great conversation with students there on a whole variety of topics. And, uh, we ran out of time, unfortunately, before everyone who had questions could get their questions answered, which, you know, is good. We, it gives me hope. We, we've got a lot of amazing young people in this country who uh, are have the opportunity to shape the future for all of us.
1: Outstanding. Uh, our guest this segment is Tulsi Gamberg, running for president, born in American Samoa, uh, currently a member of Congress representing Hawaii's second congressional district. One of her committee assignments uh, is serving on the House Committee on Armed Services, uh, specifically one of her subcommittee assignments on readiness. And I'll tell you, Representative, my last job before coming here to this radio station to host this program was uh, working for Congressman Rob Bishop out there in Utah, who also serves on that subcommittee. So small world. Yeah. Um, it, it is a small world. <laughs> uh, your your father uh, serves currently as a, a Democrat member of the Hawaii State Senate. Uh, you, Representative Gabbard served in a, as a, in a field medical unit of the Hawaiian uh, or the Hawaii Army National Guard in Iraq and later deployed to Kuwait as an Army military police platoon leader. And if I could point out, in 2016, you endorsed uh, Senator Bernie Sanders in his Democratic uh, run for the presidency as he sought the nomination i wanted before we get into our conversation here point out: i, I read uh, recently uh, an article published by you in fortune magazine a commentary piece where you reiterated your prediction that the partisan manner in which the democrats have handled the impeachment process would all but ensure the re-election of donald trump you called the impeachment counterproductive at this stage let me ask you is there any hope for yourself or any democrat challenger to win in november
0: that, that decision is up to the voters to decide. You know, I think this is really the important message that, um, that we've got to get out there to every voter across the country is that, you know, it's not the pundits and the, uh, the talking heads on TV who decide the outcome of our election. It's really voters who get to say that, get to decide what kind of leadership we want. And so far, voters uh, in only two states have made sure their voices are heard. And this is why I'm here in Salt Lake City, here in Utah, and- We came from Colorado yesterday just to continue to bring our message directly to voters so that they can make that best informed decision before they head to their ballot box.
1: We have uh, Nevada coming up, South Carolina in the big contest. Uh, It comes on March 3rd, Super Tuesday. Any predictions for how things will shake up on Super Tuesday?
0: None at all. (laughs) Even the pollsters, uh, pollsters that I don't pay much attention to acknowledge that, uh, they, they don't really know what's going to happen, you know, how big turnout will be and how people will ultimately cast their votes. I think this thing is a constantly shifting and moving uh, um, beast. And, uh, yeah, the, the, it, is, it is only the result, as you well know, on Election Day that actually counts. Sure.
1: Well, you mentioned polling, and uh, in, in national polling, the, the truth is you are hovering between one and two percent. And I mean no disrespect by this question, but your chances of becoming president are are pretty slim. What is the message that you still hope to deliver?
0: If the American people are ready for a new generation of leadership, uh, someone who's going to bring a fresh perspective to solving many of these age old challenges that. Exist in our country and that are causing a lot of people to to struggle and and to suffer needlessly. Uh, I bring experience and background in being able to turn that fresh vision and perspective into reality in two important ways. I bring my experience as a soldier. As you mentioned, I've been serving in the Army National Guard now for uh, almost 17 years and deployed twice to the Middle East. And throughout my service in Congress, uh, my first six years as a member of Congress, I'm a Democrat. I served. With the republican majority and therefore had to in a very practical way uh build relationships and work with people who uh, are from the other party to actually get things done and deliver results and so i bring experience in both of those areas both to be prepared to serve as commander-in-chief on day one with a strong background in national security and foreign policy throughout my time at congress as well as the ability to turn these ideas and these solutions into reality by working together, working side by side as Americans.
1: When I was in Washington, D.C. working, uh, you know, you have conversations with different staffers or even members of Congress. And uh, one of the trends was among Republican folks, uh, you were their favorite amongst the Democrat field. Uh, You are a different kind of candidate. You behave differently You, in the impeachment of the president when it was your turn to cast your vote on those two articles of impeachment uh, voted uh, present. Uh, Let me just ask you very basically, and this is not a loaded question, I can assure you. Why are you a Democrat?
0: I joined the Democratic Party back, I think I was 20, around 20 years old when I first seriously started thinking about politics. And uh, the reason I did, I decided to join the Democratic Party because what I saw was the soul of our party was based in fighting for working people across this country, uh, fighting for the middle class. Uh, working to bring voice to the voiceless and having this big tent inclusive party that was really focused on how we can work together to serve the best interest of our people and to protect our environment, to protect our planet, make sure that it's not only here for us now, but for generations to come. Uh, I think one of the reasons why uh, some in Washington are troubled by the leadership that I'm bringing is that I'm speaking the truth about how the powerful elite in Washington, to include leaders in my own party, are grossly out of touch with the American people. And specific to this campaign, this race that we're seeing in this Democratic primary, unfortunately, the DNC uh, partnering with their corporate media uh, allies, they're kind of holding their own pre-primary selection process, picking and choosing which uh, candidate they want voters to hear from and which ones they want completely canceled and erased as though uh you know you're, you're not even in the race and and that's exactly what's happening to me unfortunately we've got this this almost total media blackout of me and my candidacy uh as well as attempts to smear my character in my campaign and it's really because they can't control me that i put country first i speak the truth i say what i mean i mean what i say And I am committed every single day to fighting for the well-being of our country and the American people.
1: We'll leave it at that. Tulsi Gabbard, running for president. I'm grateful to you for your time. I'm grateful to you for visiting Utah, sharing your message with Utahns here in the state.
0: Thanks for your time, Lee. I really appreciate this opportunity. Have a great day.
1: You do the same. Uh, That is Tulsi Gabbard running for president. In our next segment, we will be speaking to another candidate running for president. Bill Weld is my guest next on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio.